Hey, welcome to Guitar Knobs, the guitars, gear, noise, and nonsense podcast hosted today by these knobs. Tony Dudzik, pick guardian. Jared Brandon, coming at you from Tennessee. Yes, with the trees in check. Hey, everybody, it's me, Todd Novak. Welcome to the Guitar Knobs podcast. We are joined again today by... Billy Spitfire. And we are thrilled to death that you are listening to our show, the Guitar Knobs podcast. That's right. And uh, Jared, what do we do on this show? We talk about gear, and we talk about gear a little more after that. And then after that, we do 101s. Yes, like last week. we have special special guests. Yeah. We have, and I wish I could have been there. I know. and I'm sorry about that, Tony Balonsky. You hurt my feelings. My favorites, one on ones. My favorites are. I'm, Sometimes I'm, we have special guests on. We had Lindy Fraylin on, which was one of my favorites because I always looked up to Lindy. Yeah, nice. That's what we do, man. He, he looks up to you too. We talk to the movers, uh, literally <laughs> movers and shakers. Yes, and and, candlestick makers. And 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 today, uh-huh. what are we going to do, Todd? Well, we're going to find out. So so our, our friend Billy here has joined us on the last couple episodes, and we, and we really like having him here. And uh, He just a, won't leave the he's studio. He's a good bloke. And, um, <laughs> he's, he's found a space in <laughs> and, the corner. And he's a gear nut. He appreciates <laughs> gear. He loves gear. Like, you know, it's, it's just... You can't not like that, and so he's a good fit for the I show. I go home and roll around in it. I've you know. played with him several times around, around town, and uh, he actually shared, uh, you played on uh, a song on one of ours for fun. Yeah. That's right. That's right. We that did a little was, sonic reducer, and I right, had him yeah. come up there. Anyways, fun. so we're going to find out a little bit more <laughs> no, about Billy. No. Yeah, it no. is true. Yeah, the people deserve right to understand. I want to know more about Billy, too. Jared wants to know. I know too much about Billy. Let's get all this stuff out on the table now, up front. You know, we can decide whether we go any further. We also have a, we're going to talk about, uh, you know, a couple fun things and uh, some, you know, new gear out there and and all the whatnots. All right. So let's do this, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Let's just, let's just go, man. Right. Don't we have announcements? We got a couple of announcements. But don't we have to. Say thanks to something. Someone. <gasps> what? Rogue! That's what I was saying. The announcements. Hi, uh, brother. Hey, thank you to Rode Mics for providing our awesome microphones and console. Uh, actually, right before the show, just did a new firmware update. That's right. They're keeping it. They're keeping it fresh. Keeping it fresh. Keeping it fresh. I sound especially crisp tonight. You. You look especially crisp. <laughs> Uh, nice. So we're going to. Um, oh, I have another. You know. Okay. So this is cool. This is a part that I I didn't really expect out of doing the podcast. Is that I knew we were going to talk to some people in in the industry, and we'd meet some people, and we'd get some like you know quote unquote friends and stuff. But honestly, some of our supporters have been with us for so long along the way, and 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 sharing in their guitar experience as well. Yes. And one guy in particular, Michael Van Zant, ah. uh, also known as a 360 bassist. Yes. Um, for the longest time, like ever since you know we had Jeff on, like he was at he was at a pumpkin show in like the fourth row, and he's he's live FaceTiming me. He's like, "Hey, look where I'm at." There's the ba-. and he was letting me watch the show with him. And I was like, "What?" <laughs> I mean, I was really taken back by that because I was like, "Wow." 
you're you're doing that, but you were thinking like, hey, I should share this with me. I, that that Tony made me and feel I incredible. Were in the back drinking. No, this is way before. Um, but oh. but at the last one, I had, now I know what you guys are really doing. But anyways, so then <laughs> also, you know, was sharing all kinds of other things and everything. So recently, he went to go see Starcrawler, mm. which is a, a band that's been emerging out of uh, L.A. for quite a while, and um, I, I believe they're out of L.A. Uh, it, anyways. So he shared a picture, and he met the guitar player, and he was wearing a guitar knob shirt. No, he was wearing a Valentino shirt. Yeah, he was wearing a Valentino shirt, which almost counts as guitar knobs. But I was like, man, that's so awesome. You went to, our, to, to that show and with, with our Valentino shirt on. And, uh, and then here's this other thing. Now, this happens with other people, too, not just Michael Valentino, but, I, but th- there's enough, like, we're, we're coalescing, okay? So... I'm, I was watching Ferris Bueller with my youngest daughter. She was watching it for the first time. Bueller. Bueller. Yes. Bueller. And when at the one point when he's Nine sitting in his, in, his, in his room, and I think this is right about when he was getting ready to play the clarinet, uh, and he says, look, you know, after no lessons, you know, or something like that, right? And I look, and for the first time, I was like, he's got a white falcon sitting right there. If you stop, if you look closely, there's a white falcon right behind him, and I had never noticed that before, which I can't believe. So I was blah blah blah, talk, like just kind of coasting through things, and I saw Michael had posted something that says, "Who knew Ferris Bueller had a white falcon in the background?" Like two days before that. So I was just like, "Man, that's cool. Got a brother for another mother out there." thinking about the same things, digging the same things. So I appreciate that, Michael. Thank you for doing that. And to all the others that uh, are regularly corresponding with us, it, we really love it. It's great, It's it, and uh, it's fun. It's fun. So, yeah, I mean, I was t- t- talking to uh, Hex Matos for a ridiculously long time about pedal boards, doop, doop, doop. <laughs> you know, and my wife's like, are you still talking to him? Yes. <laughs> Yeah, we were loving That's it. That's what great. we do. That's what we do. We so anyways, I just thought I'd give a shout out to Michael Van Zandt for doing that um, <laughs> unknowingly sometimes. So uh, anyways, let's find out what's going on in our music world this week, gentlemen. Tanya, yeah. why don't you start us off and then we'll kick it over to uh, Billy. Sure. Well, as it just so happens today, our good friend John Esterly from Rare Buzzes Effects um, Brought a couple of pedals over to the shop for me to try out, and this is these are part of his new uh, '70s series. Yes, you might have I, seen I those cool that. graphics. So he brought over a uh, a vibe pedal, which is kind of like a Univibe, as well as a uh, um, an uh, envelope filter. Or yeah, Ottawa. easy for you to say. Yeah, I had to I had to think about it for a second. I always just call them. Which Ottawa. is ironic because I stutter a lot on the show, and Tony has never once said anything about it. You are a prince for that, by the way. Stop. Okay, now you now you I take your prince hat back. You bozo. Go. And so I I actually he had brought the prototype for the vibe pedal over, and and we. He added a mix uh, control, which I 
Well, I hate to say it, but I suggested it. Yeah, that's okay. That's, that's why you guys do that but, stuff. But no, and I, I have to say both of these pedals I would use. I mean, they're both they're, – they're, they, they look really cool for one thing. Mm -hmm. If you go to his Instagram page, um, you can see some pictures of those. Mm -hmm. But both of them sounded really good. I, I, congratulations on that, John. I think you did a, did a fine job if you're listening. Yeah. Um, also this week, this was really kind of cool. And it doesn't happen frequently, but it did this time. No, we'll um, have him back on, and he can talk about him. Yeah, I think we should. Yeah, that because he's getting ready to roll out that whole series. Yeah, he's got like five or six, seven pedals. That's great, um, and each one's a little different color. Um, so I get an email from a guy out in California, and um, he says, oh, "I'm trying to do something with my Rickenbacker 381. I want to add a third pickup, and can you do a, a special guard that has a cutout for that?" And uh, then he goes on to say, and, oh, well, I, I used to work for uh, Semi Mosley and, and Bill oh, wow. Ruggett. And, you know, they, and he starts rattling off all of these names of, of Bakersfield, California, sure. builders and, and, and everything. So Spent a fair amount of time in Bakersfield. Did you? Wanted to leave every time I had to spend a little <laughs> bit of time in, out in Bakersfield. It was just, it, it was always just so like, I mean, it's, it's super developed now, but before it was not. It was like nah. dry as a damn bone. So I, I, he left me, and I, I knew he was an older guy, obviously, since he was, you know, ran in those circles. So he said, well, if you could give me a call back and we could talk about it a little bit. And I said, well, so I called him back and we had a really nice discussion. His name is um, Lonnie Hyde. And... Um, he was not aware that this Bakersfield guitar book, we talked about this uh, God, a bunch of episodes ago, but it's, it's, oh, yeah, it's yeah, an yeah. illustrated history of, of like Moserite and, and uh, Grugget and, and a whole bunch of other. I'll jump in for Jared. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm. And, um, and so I told him about this book, and he said, I had no idea. And um, so I, I sent him a link from Amazon, and he ordered it. And he shoots me back an email, like, within a day or two, whenever, you know, because Amazon's pretty quick. He says, oh, I looked at it, and I'm my name's on page 168. And it's and he was like, he was, you could tell he was oh, just really, really cool. excited. He says, he said, oh, yeah, it brought back so many memories. But on the other hand, it made me kind of sad because I'm the last one of this group that's still alive. Wow. So what was he, what did he do? Um, well, he worked with Bill Gruggett on a... You on mentioned a, that, Tony. We're well past that. Okay. What? <laughs> and he... He designed a guitar that Bill produced. Really? Um, and worked with Bill. They were both very good friends, apparently. And um, so it, it was really interesting to, to kind of actually talk to someone from that generation who was there for what are kind of really sometimes... Formative of, and experimental years. Yeah, sort of like that. Okay, but it, it's it's just be, to be able to talk to someone who was there, and these are not mainstream guitars by any stretch of the imagination. But there are a lot of Moserite fans. Sure. But um, but it, it was really cool. So I, I I actually sent his order out today. Right um, on. That uh, that I hope that he likes. That's cool. I dig it. Nice story. Yes. Thank you for sharing. Uh, Billy, 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 Billy. Uh, well, I, uh, in continuance of my uh, Explorer adventures, my yes. 85 Gibson Explorer. I can't wait uh, to see that in person. It's now white, yeah. and I put an Invader, a Duncan Invader pickup in it. 
Oh, and you it out last night at Mathematics rehearsal, and it sounds amazing. That's so awesome. We were all shredding and shredding and shredding and shredding because it's just that inspirational. That's cool. And what else did I do this week musically? I uh, went to see the Flins, a local Rolling Stones cover band, on Saturday. Ten-piece uh, band. And it's oh. uh, so cool. Those That's guys awesome. have so much fun. It's just fun. The whole the whole crowd was into it. Sure. So and I was so dancing. Pretty, pretty and solid. Then. Yeah, 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 yeah. The Flins. The Flins. What are they called? Why are they called the Flins? I don't know. In like Flynn, I don't know. I'll find out. All right. Yeah. Do your I'll, homework I'll find there. Out. Why don't you? Because I'm going to be. Well, all right, all right. <laughs> Maybe one of them's name is Flynn. I'm going to be. I'm going to be sitting in on bass with them in Fib at their f next uh, February show. No kidding. Yeah. Wow. That's cool, man. Man, nothing but Rolling Stones. I love yeah. it. Yeah. We'll we'll go. Rock and roll. Tony and I'll go. Are you Are you going to play? Jared's in town. He'll you're go. You're going to play like Bill Wyman. <laughs> no. You stand Wait. just like Bill oh, yeah. Wyman. <laughs> like this. Now I am her biggest fan. Yeah. Ah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know. A little smithereens uh, reference there. Right on. Yeah. Jared, nice. how about yourself? So, uh, yeah, this past weekend, Mikey Trombley. Woo! Yes. And his lovely Native wife audio. came down to Nashville. They went to the Peppers concert. Oh man! And, um, I bet that was uh, a good Friday show. night. Had a good time. The Red Hot Chili Peppers. And that's was it. Is it original? John Frusciante. Yeah, Frusciante's back uh, in. Yeah, that yeah. is his idol. Like he flipping Mikey was the ground that Frusciante's. Uh, yes, he did. He he said when he first started listening to them, he was in the band, and then he was gone, like the next day, and then now he's back. Yeah, and uh, he was so 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 that excited. Guy's to go. Absolutely incredible. Absolutely. They incredible. were he was so excited about the show, they came down for three days and only made plans for one. So the next two days they just spent the days with uh, Heather and I. Uh, but during that time we did some dude time, went up to the old music room and Fun. uh and we messed with this uh neutron thing and we had fun with it and uh and he pulled out this pedal called the war party which we had him on for yeah yeah uh, and uh he said hey man i really appreciate you letting us stay down here this weekend and uh it was really cool of you have this pedal and i was like oh so we plugged it in and uh yeah this thing sounds super badass through the marshall uh through the 73 marshall because you know i have a couple marshalls but no the uh JTM, the 100 water, this thing is, uh, it's a fantastic pedal. And, uh, That's what I hear. Got a because really he gave it to me, though, game. because he was my friend and he gave it to me. Yeah. Because we're buddies. That just meant the world. Uh, so it's, I won't ever look at this pedal as like the function of it, but it's just what Mike gave to me because he's my friend. Are you going to so pop it, it on? It was really special. You're going to pop awesome. it on reverb? Pop it like it's hot. Uh, probably, <laughs> probably, liar. Probably not. Probably not. No, I have every single pedal I've I've bought from him. I know. Yeah. You so do. yeah, nice. Yeah, and I even have a Red House before he changed his name. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So we we had a fantastic time. Of course, he was more into my offset fenders that I still have here, but um, we had a great time. We jammed around a little bit. He's such a great player. Yeah. He is. Yeah. Um, yeah, and uh, we had a great time. So good, that was man. that was that was a big excitement of last week. That's cool. Other than that, I changed the strings on my Martin 
veterans edition. Who cares? <laughs> sounds better now because it's got new strings. Always sounds but I better. Really, I mean, I honestly did that, so I uh, thought I'd mention it. Holy crap, that reminds me. i got to change mine tomorrow night. <laughs> yes. See? What about you, that, Todd? Well, yeah. I had Tell me a, about the strings. I had an awesome uh, night last night because I went and visited Chase. Chase? And, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, hung out with him, and we were working on some stuff, and... Uh, <laughs> I picked up a couple. I also picked up uh, two WGS speakers, warehouse guitar speakers. Same good kind. ones. Well, two of a kind. One I got. One. I got the Invader. Invader. And I got the ET65. ET65. Now the Invader is like a sweet, creamy, uh, mid-range kind of speaker. So like and the ET65 has more pronounced highs and more pronounced lows. Not pronounced as in bigger, just more like punchy and So it's a wide range. Like a, it's got a wide range so of... So middle scooped. Uh, I guess you could maybe a little bit middle scooped. It's just um, the, the the highs and the lows are punchy. Okay. Both ceramic yeah. speakers? Both are ceramic speakers, okay. yes. And um, so I went over to my drummer's house where we were getting ready to uh, get our practice going. We got to show up in Cleveland on Thursday and uh, I, he's like, man, let's put these things in here. Now, what there's currently in there, and I'm going to do a little video on this whole thing. Um, what's currently in there is the 7080s. Mm-hmm. I think that's what they're called, the, the Celestion 7080s, which is sort of their everything speaker, right? Um, the WGS ones are just so meaty. And I mean, you just look at me like, oh, this I already, I don't even have to put it in, and I know this is going to sound better. Mm-hmm. Uh, now the trick was though, when we pulled the seventy eighties off, instead of like a foam um, uh, cushion, you know, like around the rim, it's like this almost plastic particle like material. I mean, like if you, it, it, it sounded like you're clicking a, a, a full Coke bottle or something. And I was like, what, what is this? And actually it was, it's kind of like, um, the stuff that's made at, that, uh, uh, the, uh, the nuts, the, the um, the like graphite, graph tech nuts. Like, like a, like a gasket on your lawnmower. Uh, but a really hard one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Not a, huh, not a thin okay. paper one, but, and yeah. I was like, what, is, why is this? That doesn't make sense. Uh, to me, at least in my, you know, layman ways. And then you look at the WGS speakers and it's just like this giant, thick, like super sturdy foam. Mm -hmm. Right. And like not, you know, squishy foam, but like, you know, pliable. And, uh, the only problem is that they're thicker. Ah, so I had to go get new nuts or new bolts to put in there because they wouldn't reach all the way on the back. And Marshall, you know, this is I ha, this is in a two twelve cabinet that a comp, that's a 212 origin cabinet. So it's made specifically for the origin series. But the uh, the nuts with the prongs that go in the on the back side of the baffle. Mm-hmm. They were just, you know, they're they're in there ish, you know. So they they were falling out and everything. And I was like, oh man, this is gonna be a hassle because the only other way to do that would be to take off the the front fabric, and I do not want to do that. Oh, okay, yeah. Fortunately, got the right 
uh, and any if anybody's wondering, if anybody needs to do this, and they are putting in some WGS speakers, you need the, t- uh, the, the they come with twenty two millimeter metric screws. M twenty twos. M twenty twos, and I got M, I had to get twenty uh, fives to uh, make up the distance. Mm. <laughs> no, then that doesn't. 20, 25 millimeter. Length. Oh, you need the length. length yeah. But what are what are the other specs on? It's M five oh eight. M five oh eight. M five oh eight at twenty five millimeters. So if you're gonna replace your speakers in the Marshall cabinet for the origin, that's what you that's what you need to do. And where did you find these screws? And the other thing is, this was crazy. We we when we uh, were unhooking everything. Oh, we got them at Lowe's. Uh, when we unhooked everything, I mean, I could have like sneezed and the the connections would have just fallen off. I could not believe how loose they were. Hmm. And, you know, the the speaker's sitting there rattling around and like, you know, so how, I can't even believe that that held a contact. Seriously, I, I, I was really shocked at how shoddy that was. Huh. Hmm. Um, did so you, we, did you solder we soldered them all. Nice. Yeah. And then hooked so that thing up. So what you're saying is just buy a different cabinet. Well, no, you, I mean, we, we compensated. We've got a, we okay. put the cab, we got, it's a, it's a decent cabinet. I mean, okay. it's, you know. Okay. Um, and, uh, but with these new speakers, oh my God. Yeah. Oh my God. I, yeah. I, I, I was screaming. Like, I was like, Did you hit the yes! Big, you hit the yes! big A power cord and just I mean, let it ring. Yeah. Oh. All right. Nice. It was incredible. I could, I mean, I can believe that it sounded that good because that's why I said I should put these speakers in it. But at the same time, I could not believe how good it sounded. Yeah. So huge, huge props to our friends at WGS who's been on the show twice. You can yes. go back and listen to those uh, episodes <clears throat> now, for making you, an incredible product. Did nice. you contact them for suggestions or did you just kind of go through and look at specs? I, I went through specs. I looked at a few things and just kind of like, you know, figured that out. Nice. Yeah, so I can't, I can't wait to hear it. Oh, dude. I can't well, wait to hear it. Well, and one of the one of the time first times that Billy and I were we were playing one of the same venues, uh, and, and and I was I was playing. I looked down and and Billy's like looking at the at the amp, and he's got his head pretty close. I'm like, man, what are you what are you doing? And and he's looking. He's like, I love your tone. I love your tone. And that was like. That was like, I think the first time I was like, I love this guy. He's fantastic. He gets it. Oh, was that before you got the hearing aids? That is before. And, before, and yeah, that's when I was running the Supro and stuff. But um, honestly, I told, I told uh, uh, Matt, I'm like, oh, Billy's going to crap his pants when he hears this. <laughs> so anyways, awesome. Super excited about that. Uh all right, so uh, one of the things that we're kind of kicking around this this week, uh, you know, any, anytime uh, any of us see something interesting, we all share it out to each other, of yes, course. Yes, we do. And uh, one of those yeah. things was from Guitar.com, mm-hmm. and we saw this really neato article, and it said, Gibson President teases what looks like a new guitar shape. Think Theodore, but different. Theodore was the one they kind of teased out a little bit ago that uh, looked looks like a tulip type mm. of guitar, and, and That's uh, there was a lot of you know love and hate about that. Uh, this one, however, let's describe this really quick. And and if you're looking for what the article is, you can go to guitarnewsgear.com. 
guitar dot com forward mm-hmm. slash news forward slash gear. Yeah, and then uh, you'll you'll get there. Uh, so what it is? I mean, it's an it's an offset double cut. Uh, it's got an Explorer headstock. And, and when I first saw it, so it, and wait, let, let's be clear: it's not an offset like back belly. It's it's the horns are offset. The horns are offset, but the rest of the body is like like uh, a double cut. Kind of, yeah, kind of, kind of. Just, kind of I mean, it's 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 a departure from a strat shape. But what it really reminds me of is is back in the I guess it would have been the eighties or nineties. Mm-hmm. They had a a a, a victory line there was a victory guitar and a victory bass mm-hmm. and it, maybe the horns were a little more exaggerated but the kind of the shape was was very similar um but it did not have the explorer headstock which i think is kind of cool yeah this has got the uh the the little banana yeah the banana headstock i, lo- I love that headstock. yeah so it's it's yeah it's kind of a cool thing i well, guess and it's got a it's got a uh vibrato on it too like a lightweight <laughs> style vibrato mm-hmm um, how, it's what funny would you call because that? Like a, it's not a vibrola. Yeah, I'm looking at it, and I wish I could see the whole thing. And that's when you guys pointed this out right before the show. I was like, "Yeah, I haven't seen that yet." Because yeah, it's kind I, of. A, I, I'm in pickup development, so I don't. Yeah, yeah. I don't really. It's I don't got see zebras in it. Yeah, so it every looks single like, thing that comes down the line. Yeah, well, so. it could be you know a prototype or whatever. Yeah, the 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 vibrato is kind of a it looks similar to I guess like a, a maestro vibrato, uh, you know, like a short spring kind of thing. Yeah, it, it does. It, yeah, it's kind of a cool. It has the big like ivory tip or not ivory, but um, yeah, you, you know, like yeah. on a Firebird yeah, or, yeah. or some of the old uh, melody Volume makers. Volume knob, tone knob, and pickup switcher. That's it. Yeah. What more do you need? Not much. Um, it's I'll, yeah, I'll it's kind of like stripped down. I was like, that's pure business right there. That's cool. Yeah, I'll, I'll go see if I can even see it. <laughs> yeah, yeah but, you know, it's yeah, it's, I'm interested. Is there a bridge pickup or is just a pickup right there? Like, uh, I'm assuming I there's think it's a pickup. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's a two pickup guitar. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just, his hands covering that whole area. So who is this? Who do you guys think that this guitar is is pointed at right now? Not in the picture. <laughs> um, I think that it probably would be, to me at least, it would be you know the era of players that had super strats and you know Charvels and different things like that because it is kind of it's more Fendery than Gibson, um, and it certainly reminds me of some of the old Charvel and Jackson uh, creations of the, of the eighties. Yeah, I yeah. can see this being played by like a band a band that is playing familiar kind of rock more more modern familiar rock uh so not like super prog or super metal or anything like that and, and something that somebody that why is couldn't looking you for, play something no you could but I'm, i think that that, that right now you kind of unless you're buying a, a special made boutique style guitar you're kind of either locked into Something that is super shreddy looking mm-hmm. or ultra classic looking. And this is kind of like sitting right in the middle there. 21 Pilots. Yeah. I, I can see we, that. It, or, so Gibson owns Kramer. So it, to me, it looks like a Gibson and a Kramer. Mm. And of course, the would guitar that, is probably looks built. kind of like a, it's a little Wolfgangy. Would that be a, to, cri- a Cribson? It's to, it's to aspire people to write their own new music with you know that's the whole goal 
but but yeah it's to me that's what it looks like yeah how about that so yeah, uh, I agree. That's a flat top, right? It's a, I mean, it looks well, like it looks a mahogany like a, flat top. It might be a, uh, a um, forearm, yeah, kind of cut back there. Yeah, it could be. Yeah. Um, it's, it looks like to be a, th- a slightly thinner body too, like thinner than a Paul. Probably about the same thickness as a strat. special. Yeah, mm-hmm. strat maybe. You really like saying strat? That doesn't look anything like a strat to me strat. at all. Not even remotely strat. stratish. No, strat. it's not stratty. <laughs> No. Why do you hate strats so much? So not stratty. I think this is also aired, game, uh, aimed at people who are maybe digging PRSs and stuff, who want something that's got that looks a little bit more like kind of lo-fi than a PRS. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, anyways, yeah. pretty cool. So, All right, Jared, it's yeah, on, it's more, on you. It's on get, the get the info yeah. for more the next show. More to come on that. More to come on that. Probably so, not. <laughs> Probably anyways, uh, let's find out what we have next. Hey, Jared. Yes, my good friend Tony Balonsky. Now, you mentioned that Mikey was visiting and that you were trying out various guitars and pedals and amps and things. Yes, we had a good time. Did you have some way of connecting all of those fun, fun pedals and things together? Let me think. Let me think. Yes. What we you- used tour gear design <gasps> hash cables. They were actually spectacular because of the way Mike's pedal is. It's front loading. Ah. And back. Yes. And the input jacks are very close to the power jack. So it was super easy to plug everything in. There was plenty of room. That's nice. And uh it was it was great. And 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 you had plenty of cables, I'm sure. I had a lot because I bought a lot of these cables in various sizes and lengths. Uh, S-shaped and uh, U-shape, just a bunch of different lengths that I got. So I could have any configuration I want. Now, when you bought these cables, did you go to the Mm -hmm. website and plug in a special coupon code? I did, but, you know, it's been a while, so you got to remind me. What's that code? It is the guitar knobs, all one word, all lowercase, on your checkout. And you know what you get? You, you get a 10% You discount. save an extra 10% on your entire 10. purchase. So That's a guy right. like you that buys like $1,000 worth of pedals or of cables. Sure. You could save $100 just, by, I, just like that. Good. I think it was maybe half that, but yeah, I saved five bucks. Well, that's nice. Well, I'm glad that you were able to connect pedals together neatly and conveniently. And succinctly. Yeah. So, uh, hey, everybody, go head on over to TourGearDesigns.com, put in the coupon code the guitar knobs that's right. And you're going to save 10% on your entire order, and they will ship really fast, and you will be happy, happy, happy. Thank you to Tour Gear Designs for sponsoring our four on the floor. Jared? Let me get a little bit of this. One, two, one, two, three, four on the floor. All right, Billy Spitfire, what is your four on the floor? My four on the floor presently with my lead guitar setup for Mathematics Punk Band. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I have to specify because I play different styles of stuff in different bands. So yeah, uh, but these are my go-to pedals. Um, I mean, I've got the uh, you know the TC Electronics tuner. What? Pretty generic. Boo! I know. Boo! Oh. No tuner. 
Boo. Oh, no tuners? Okay, okay. Forget this. Something else. I'm going to fold that down. Oh, my gosh. All right. So the first pedal in my chain from the guitar is... It doesn't even have to be in your chain. It's in my chain. All right. It's a red threat by the People Factory. Okay. I don't know if they are still in existence. All right. Uh, it's kind of a rare threat. Never heard of this rare pedal. pedal. It has a. Did they have uh, any other pedals? Yes, they made several. Uh, The um, the red threat seems to be their most popular one. Um, Good luck if you can find it. The uh, body is red threat, but it's basically a Russian uh, by people pedals. People what? People factory. People factory. People factory. Um, it's basically a big muff pie. Okay. But with a whole heck of a lot of boost. So it's like a... It's, oh, it's yeah, like a, yeah. That it's was like on your board a, when you came over to our place. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, like yeah. a big muff pie on steroids. I mean, okay. it's, it's just powerful. Um, slightly noisy when you... It's when got you a big hammer and sickle on the front. It's got a big hammer and sickle. a piece of tape on that Red these threat. days? Oh, so I guess that would be... <laughs> I don't know. Any yeah. of the... Any of the uh, you know, superpowers that, uh, you know, yeah. promote that. I got some stuff. spray paint if you need it. <laughs> no, kidding. no, it's great. Uh, yeah. um, and it, it's, a, like I said, it's, it's, it's a fuzz, but it's really more like uh, something that makes your P90s just sound fat and... Delicious. Delicious. I dig Delicious. it. Delicious. So I have one of those. Okay. Uh, next pedal in line is a Cyborg by Rare Buzz, Mr. John Esterly. Yeah. And um, the Cyborg was named after the Ukrainian soldiers that uh, in the uh, Eastern Ukraine wars fought off uh, the invaders uh, at the Donetsk Air- International Airport. Mm. And they held out for like a year or something ridiculous. Now, do you, you know, put those pedals of, side by side? Uh, I have the Cyborg first from the guitar and then Cyborg second. The Red Threat? The Red Threat first. first Cyborg second. Do they get along? <laughs> that is kind of funny. Well, yeah, if you look at that board. Uh, that's, actually, that was the whole reason I bought the Cyborg was, you know. Too clever. They yeah. needed to be represented, you know. I yeah. needed to. But uh, different deal. The cyborg is more of a tube screamer. To me, it's kind of a tube screamer type, like a super pedal. S- it's a, it's a little more tube screamer, pointed. right? Because it's got four knobs. Yeah, it's got it's got a bunch of knobs. Um, three knobs. Know, a level a gain. Yeah, um, and some some tone control. Yeah. Um, or tur- turbo. That's what I was thinking. The, the yeah, turbo yeah, screamer. Like yeah, a, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. And and actually, the, so these two pedals, oddly enough, mimic what I originally started playing back in the in the eighties. Yeah. Okay. Which was like an IB, Ibanez SD nine, mm-hmm. which is like a tube screamer, but it's mm-hmm. a sonic distortion. Yeah. Very, you know, it's a little bit more metally than. Uh, yeah. But not a metal, not a metal distortion, but right. a little more gain and, and sure. uh, crunchiness than a yeah. than a tube screamer. And then, uh, and then just, you know, whatever fuzz pedal, you know, you could find. Yeah. You know. So. Um, number three. Number three uh, is typically another, <laughs> another red threat. Believe what? it or not. I put a second red threat in. <laughs> Nothing wrong with and that. And then I use that as my boost. 
Huh? So you just turn the the. So I just have the yeah. Down. I just have the yeah. I just have the the volume up. You know, the tone set a little lower, so it yeah. just fattens up and you know gives Brilliant. me a boost. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you you. Hey, thank you, thank yeah. you, Jared. I, I've never well. Yeah, I met you once, but <laughs> I uh, you know. I did the same thing with um, the old green pedals with the tube screamers. Yeah, works nice. like a charm. Yeah. And plus, you have redundancy if one craps out on you in the middle of a show or whatever. And you have redundancy hey, you because it's, out it's so significant to my sound. I mean, it, it's, exactly. you know, it's me. So It's like it, having two pedals that you can use in case one goes out. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. So good luck trying to copy my sound because you can't find another one out there because right. I look every day and I'm going to buy every one <laughs> yeah, that ever two bought. Red ones. So. <laughs> you bought the last two in existence. You're good. Um, and then if I, okay, so last night I tried out a new pedal. Yeah. Uh, because just in case one of those craps out, um, I would like to have a uh, boost. And I tried out a Royale preamp by Fopstar. Oh, yeah, yeah that's right. Our good friend Drew Foppy. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I have it's a few a, of those. And it's yeah. just got one button that you step on and one knob to turn, and it's beautiful. Yeah. It's beautiful. It's a magic so, pedal. Yeah, good it, stuff. It is. Good stuff. And if I was, uh, you know, playing a more significant gig or, you know, need a little bit something else, I would add a BBE Sonic Maximizer. Okay. Hmm. And that's, that's mostly to compensate for speaker inefficiencies in, in, in uh, delivering the crispness yeah. of all the different frequencies. Yeah. So like if you're playing through an old Fender amp or, you know, like old Utah speakers or something like that. Sometimes you don't get the attack that you think you need. Mm-hmm. Like it's almost like it's the the high end is kind of on a delay almost, and doesn't and you it, so, it, so it falls behind. Shows, it fall, yeah, it falls behind, and so you don't get you don't get the the sound of the pick. You know, yeah. hitting the strings, you just kind yeah. of hear this. No, but but, but for when real, you, have, you, you need to turn up at your shows. I, I know, I, right? I tell you, I like I'm like Billy, turn it up. And that's that's why I'm adding this this. Um, Royale preamp. Yeah, you'll because, cut through. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I need to cut through all the time. No, you need a Fender twin like Steve Jones <laughs> oh, that he stole hey. from, nice. from, uh, from yeah. David Bowie's band. Well, Allegedly. John, Johnny Thunders used one too. Yeah. Yeah. Loud. Cranked all the way with Loud. the reverb all the way up. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That was my original amp, actually. Ah. Back in the day. Whoa. Uh, well, it actually... The lower wattage version of that. Okay, I had a a pro. Oh, the pro reverb, reverb. Yeah, yeah, reverb a pro. Pro reverb. It's called pro, pro, pro it's reverb. Called a, I had it's called a pro reverb. Pro reverb. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It's got two twelves, but it's only like fifty watts instead yeah. of hundred. But it's still yeah. like, yeah. Uh, oh yeah, it's yeah. a lot. I mean, Hello. it's super clean. Yeah, super clean. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you can you can crank it and make it sound great. Mark so. uh, Dicenzo's got one of those mm. in this place. Anyways, well that's cool, yeah. Bill. Thanks for sharing that. That's what I do. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and for the record, you're playing with another guitar player as well, who's uh, using a Marshall. Uh, uh, typically, a, uh, actually, he's using like a Mosrite kind of esque, like a Eastwood. He plays some Mozarts. He plays some some Fenders with with you know um, humbuckers, humbuckers, into and, a and stuff like that yeah. into a Marshall. But yeah, but yeah it's like a, a great Marshall. Right? It's, it's a uh, it's a it's eight hundred JCM eight hundred. Okay, yep. 
Yeah, it's a beautiful sound. It's a beautiful, crunchy, yeah. high endy sound. Yeah. And uh, I actually have a Marshall too, but you know, you can't both occupy that same nope. frequency space. Nope. So I typically use a like a, either a Univox or an old Sun uh, bass head, mm-hmm. 50 watt. Yeah. And um, that gives me enough fat stuff to crank on. Yeah. Nice. And um, yeah. Yeah. I like to I like to hold that low end. Now, when you were playing with us that for that one show, I remember you came to practice and you had a pedal as I was it called a brown bag? No. Something brand it was like it, 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 all it was just like this log of mid that was like sitting there. I was like, <laughs> "Oh my god. What is that sound?" It was a brown pedal and i could have sworn it it might have been a doctor scientist i I could be wrong but uh i don't know if you remember what that was boy i don't know i tried a few different things yeah it was just so mid it was just a big thing just a whole bunch of like right a whole bunch of mid and i was like wow that's a lot of mid dude (laughs) uh and that was all we could hear in the room which made me think i was like i need to rethink about my my uh tone yeah. actually a little bit yeah. so that was yeah, instrumental yeah, yeah. i didn't want to go that far right as a as a single guitar player right but uh it, it did make me think about that right sure so i mean it all depends on how many yeah what other guitars you're playing with yeah. i mean i've i've always loved being in two guitar bands and um just finding that uh, I've never you know, been in a guitar band. Complimentary sounds. <laughs> kind of weird. Occupying different frequency bands, you know, backing off when the singer's singing in your, you know, yeah. favorite frequency. And then, yeah. Yeah, doing all those different magical things. I think things whatever that, my next one is, it will be a two guitar you know, yeah. someday in the future or something. It's like fun. That. It's good for your brain. Uh, anyways, well, hey, that's a great foray into learning a little bit more about you. I mean, we'll. we'll as time goes on, we learn more and more about each other and everything. But, you know, you we pulled you in, as we mentioned before. You're, I know you to be a total gear nut. We always talk about gear at the shows. Um, and we see each other at the guitar shows. You're like, hey, look what I just got. Or, oh, look at this thing over here. So I, I really love your enthusiasm. And legitimately, like I said, I might have said this on the very first show that you were on. Um, you, you have a personality and a character that is like damn near impossible not to like. And I think that that's rare, man. So I know. I, I don't like him. Well, yes, but nobody likes Tony. So, you know, <laughs> it goes, it evens out. You're even Steven. Um, no, uh, anyhow. Um, I'm speechless. <laughs> so you have been playing for like every, like, you're well known in the scene here. Like if somebody says Billy Schiffer, like you, with any earshot, somebody's going to be like, I know that dude. So uh, you've been, are you a native, are you a native Colombian? So I'm from Pisara. Is that, is that, is that <laughs> no, what we call ourselves? We don't call ourselves yeah. Colombians. Columbuses, Columbus Knights? Columbusites. Columbusites. Columbus Knights are a totally different thing. Well, yeah. no, I okay. So I grew up in Bucyrus, went to school at Ohio Northern. Okay, uh, so that's kind of out small town, out in the, town, yeah, in the rural. cornfield. Super we rural. had no exposure to music whatsoever. Yes. And what, what was the uh, annual festival? The Bratwurst Festival. Uh, it was just this weekend. Uh, it wrapped uh, up. I'm sorry if you missed it. <laughs> Best uh, way to cook a bratwurst is sorry. pressure cooker. 
Oh, uh, mm-hmm. have to. I beg to differ there. Yeah, I, mean, no, it's, I think you we're got, all going to go on a really, no really hot, other way to keep no. the juices no. in. Really, really hot grill. Yeah. On a hot day, yeah, in the middle of the street in downtown Bucyrus, that's the only way to cook a bratwurst. Actually, right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say that you get one of the uh, dish, the the foil dish pans, fill it up with beer, soak them in that, heat them, kind of like a slow, a slow heat, and then like put it on cooker. the grill, hot. I, ah. You know, I, I I tell you what, guys, I appreciate your enthusiasm for bratwurst. <laughs> But Bucyrus is the bratwurst capital of America. Yeah. And notice I say bratwurst, not bratwurst. Yeah. It's bratwurst. Tony said bratwurst. The whole I've town is German. Okay. <laughs> it's what we do. Yeah. And it's made I like no that. other. There's a lot of really good um, masonry homes there. A lot of nice looking brick homes. <laughs> hey, there are, even, there are even masonry brick buildings that are painted but they're not. Ca- have, they're not called brick. They're called breck. <laughs> yes, they're breck oh, buildings. Brick. Yep. <laughs> they have murals of other buildings on their brick buildings. <laughs> breck buildings. All right, That's back right. to your sausage. It's all about nostalgia. Yeah. Back to your sausage. The, the not, Pepsi channel. More, more about your sausage, yeah, yeah, Billy. Yeah. I love you all back in B. Cyrus, but it's not Bucky a whole Russ. lot there anymore. Um, let's see. So anyway, um, I, I, I grew up in B. Cyrus. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you, Jared, you have been there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, anyway. I love it. Dude, I, love I drove it. through there for years. Jared. Halfway between Columbus and Lake Erie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So All I right. lived no, right, off, right off Billy, of Route please, please. So anyway, continue. I was a trumpet player. I, uh, I, uh, my best friend and I were trumpet players in the, in the band. I quit the band. We had our own big band for a couple of years. Um, Anyway, one day he shows up at school wearing a white shirt and a black skinny tie. And I go, oh, like the Blues Brothers. He, he, goes, he goes, you know the Blues Brothers? Yeah, the movie. I just saw the movie. And he goes, there's a movie? And I go, <laughs> how do you know about the Blues Brothers? He goes, I, I read the book. And I go, there's a book? And then, you know, that was, that was the magic that took place in uh, kind of um, discovering music outside of the world of of basically uh, bands. I mean we had we had we had hillbilly rock there yeah. I mean, you know it was just it was um, it, you know it was a small town we had one radio station and and uh, not a whole lot of exposure besides the cutout section at Kmart you know? right. and that was it so it, can, can you, know, you explain since, can you explain that to to our some listeners who may not know section? what a cutout okay, was okay so a cutout or Kmart yeah or Kmart. <laughs> Kmart is like the predecessor to Walmart. Uh, kind of the same concept. An everything store. Half the size. Uh, their record department had records that were the last printings, the final runs. And so the quality was not great, or maybe the records didn't sell. And, and they're called cutouts the because? Cutouts. Because they would take the whole box of records and they would just take a box cutter thing and just slice the Make edge. a slice. Not into the record, but Not into, into the, the, record, into into the, the corner, cover. Into the corner of the cover. I have a and few then, of those. So then you would get the, uh, the record for, you know, a third of the price that you would pay for a new. Yeah. And uh, so, you know, we just explored. We went down the wormhole of exploring all the different blues bands that the Blues Brothers covered and discovered, you know, Taj Mahal and, you know, just so many, so many artists. And then uh, so we each went off to college. He went and uh, discovered bass guitar. 
Mm. I went and discovered electric guitar. Bought my first guitar at a garage sale. What was it? It was a it was a um, a Norma. Ah uh, yes. A Norma. Okay. And the pick guard. <laughs> so if I knew, would have known you then, Tony. If only the pick guard fell all apart. I had no way to repair it. I I taped it all up, but you know that only held for so long. And then uh, ended up combining it with some Tiesco body. You know, my dad helped me put it together. We say Tiesco on the show. Who Tiesco? Maybe it was a harmony. Who knows? I don't know what it was. But we uh, made a Frankenstein guitar, and that was my first guitar. And then after that, I soon got a uh, a Fender Stratocaster, seventy-two. Still have it. Nice. What yeah. color? Wow. It's, um, well, it, was, it would have been like they're white, but the, the varnish, you know, faded. And yellow. So it's yellow. Yeah. So it looks like a banana. Yeah. You know. That's just, cool. Just like Yingbei plays, you know. So um, with the big headstock, oversized mm-hmm. headstock, 72. Yeah. So anyway, um, then uh, my buddy and I started our own rock band, and, you know, we played the Broward's Festival, and... <laughs> <laughs> Bratwurst. All that stuff. Bratwurst. Bratwurst. Bratwurst up and down the street. <laughs> um, <laughs> people love to eat delicious bratwurst, bratwurst, everywhere you go. All right. So that. And then um, then I uh, moved to Columbus uh, one summer uh, for a summer job. Uh, was living on 4th Street. Decided one night to walk down to Summit Street, see what was going on. Stumbled into Ruby Tuesdays, saw Ronald Cole oh, and wow. Chillionaires so playing. Been playing there a long wow. time. Yeah, I saw Ronald Cole playing. I was like, "Who's this guy that you know looks like David Bowie and sings like Iggy Pop and his yeah. band is killer?" You know, and uh, they wrapped up their show. I stumbled on down the high street, walked into the VIP lounge, Apollo's VIP lounge. Willie Phoenix is up dancing on a table, <laughs> singing like Bruce Springsteen, playing guitar like Jimi Hendrix. I was just like, oh, my God. I was hooked. You're in heaven. So that was, you know, You're that's that's, I mean, that's the moment I fell in love with Columbus right there. That's awesome. So, what year about? That would have been uh, summer of 84. Oh, okay. Yep. I was going to say 82. I was kind of close. Summer of 84. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And then I moved down here permanently the next year. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And then I was in some, you know, I actually played bass in a punk band called Malaria mm. uh, with Carrie and Carol Downing. That was fun. We played at Apollo. You had a good run with that one, huh? <laughs> you know, hey, we, we got to play at, uh, you, what was the place down there on, on high, on the south end? Bruce Nutt was always down there. Crazy Mamas. Oh, my God. I forgot about Crazy Mamas. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we did that whole thing. Yeah, the bar my feet wet with that. Had so much better names back then. <laughs> it's like for real. Yeah, and then and then I uh, somehow I hooked up. I, I was living North Campus, and uh, you know walked into Stashes, saw the Vents playing. Kathy Lipinski, great singer, had a voice kind of between Chrissy Hine and Linda Ronstadt. You know, playing nice. kind of retro style stuff. I talked my way into that band playing lead guitar, <laughs> and um, and then we actually won the record company showcase That's when they cool. had it down at um, the uh, Newport. Wow! So that's which one is of the a great room to play. Oh, oh, that's incredible. I, love I saw Johnny Marr play there, and 
Uh, Joy Formidable play there. I saw them play there. Uh, trying to think of who else. That, that's it. I mean, you know, Justin oh, Warner, yeah. Like, yeah, it's great. Kind room. of a big deal. Great you, want, you want to know who I saw there? Who? I saw Todd, Red, Todd Rundgren. Oh, okay. I saw the Ramones. Whoa. I wow. saw uh, PIL. Johnny, oh, wow. Johnny, okay. uh, Johnny Lydon. Nice. Yeah. Um, wow. I mean, there were, there were that. I've seen so many really good shows down yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. Not and, as many these days. Well, not so much, but the floors are still as sticky. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> nice. I love. Anyways, so uh, let's Probably talk about the same. I saw the violin there, there. there. Nice. Let's talk about your uh, your gear because that's let's talk about my gear. That's okay, what you you know you, you're a, you're a gear Music nut gear. and you're a painter. So we'll Music get into that in a little painter, bit. Yeah. yeah. Um. So my gear. Um. I mean, I'm kind of a freak about getting different guitars. You know, like I said, I got my first guitar at a garage sale. So for years, I was picking up stray dogs. You know, yeah. stray cats. I was I was picking up yep. any any guitar I could find and fixing it up. I thought that was the coolest thing. Mm-hmm. One of the first ones was a Telecaster. Um, you know, kind of it it morphed. You know, replaced the neck, replaced the pickups, replaced pick guard, cut my own pick guard. You know, all kinds of things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, Don't do that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> not anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> Um, you know, um, built guitars, Bill Foley came out with his book, how to build your own guitar. Um, yeah. You know, bought some Schecter pieces and parts and, you know, Canadian made bodies and necks and fused them together and sold a lot of cool, real vintage guitars so that I could buy parts to build my own guitars. That's hilarious. Yeah. (laughs) In retrospect. (laughs) Yeah. What's a few thousand dollars? Huh? Um, anyway, um, so my gear right now, my main guitar is a DePinto made by Chris DePinto yeah, in Philadelphia. Yeah, you, it's our guy have, over oh, there. Oh, nice, nice. Um, it's a Belvedere. Um, it's kind of like a junior. Um, um, it's a single cutaway. Um, it's a, a mahogany body, just you that's know, single flat top, single pickup, single pickup, single yeah. P ninety. You gotta, you uh, just put a Duesenberg trim on it. Just that, has right? a volume and a tone, uh, and I put a Duesenberg trim on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And no, man, like I love that Alpine thing. white, right? Alpine white, yeah. yeah. And it's it's kind of cool because um, so if I could be anybody in the world, it would be Joan Jett, right? I mean that, and I always loved the way she looked. Well, yeah, and for many reasons. <laughs> I mean, I love Joan. Yeah, you know? um, and um, I always loved the way she looked holding that that uh, uh, melody maker. Right? Oh yeah, her white double horn yeah. long body melody maker, which on her looks humongous. Right, covers her up. A melody maker on me. That's a sixty. It still it's looks 68, good. Sixty-five. Sixty-five. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I That's got, why I have these I got guys. Four to keep of those me straight. Things, huh? I know you. Yeah. Do. <laughs> um, which I did play at the last show too. So, uh, but the the Belvedere, the Depinto Belvedere, is kind of gives you that same vibe, but it's bigger. Yeah. It's bigger, so it hides my you know yep. my Bucyrus hips, my German hips a little bit better. <laughs> you know? So if I'm ever playing the Lederhosen, yeah, I don't think I would ever do. But if nobody would know it. Um, because that guitar would cover hips. it up. Um, right. 
Um, but yeah, so that's my main guitar. Um, I've got several other, you know, I've got a Hallmark made by Bob Shade, you yep. know, related to uh, the uh, Moserite line. Yeah. Um, Jeez, I don't know. You want me to name them? Oh, I have a list. I have a list. People ask me how many guitars I have, and I say I don't know. And I could count them on my list, but I don't. And it, but it's roughly the same number of guitars as I have bottles of tequila, <laughs> um, which is into the into the triple digits now. Yeah, yeah. Um, and 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 I, and also. Um, pairs of cowboy boots interesting so i don't know which i have more of you know but <laughs> so but they're it, not all located in one location so you, thieves you favor, and robbers you favor white guitars wipe that out of your head is, okay. you, is that uh is that just a, a recent thing or is that sort of has that kind of always been your thing with the white guitars yeah oh i play them with mathematics because our shtick is we all wear black with white belts white ties white shoes yeah so it matches our outfits. Yeah. And then our singer wears a princess dress. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, if you throw a little pink, you know, yeah. highlights here and there. Sure. It's, you know, it goes with it. Yeah. Okay. That, but that's the whole, that's the whole impetus for that. But the, but I got the Belvedere um, years ago. I got it uh, from uh, Swamp Dogs. Oh, Russ, remember yeah, Russ yeah. Volk on, the, um, on High Street. So. Stuff I, yeah. Yeah. So what is one of the guitars that is kind of like maybe, you know, buried in the back room that that when you're walking by there, it's like, Billy, <laughs> Billy. Yeah. Um, whispering guitars would probably be the one that I assembled uh, in my Frankenstein fusion days. Okay. Ah. It's a Telecaster. I uh, got the body from a shop down on Broad Street, the, uh, in the North Hilltop area, from mm -hmm. a place called... It was right across the street from a place called Ray's. Ray had the... Um, he was a Shure dealer. Ah. And I was looking for, you know, the base of, a, of the uh, Elvis microphone, you know, the 50s Elvis mic. I have one of those. Yeah, and then there's a screw-on... You know, metal thing cap that you screwed onto the yeah. mic stand, and then the, and then the uh, the yeah the mic would you know fit over top of that thing. Uh, had a little like yeah little button. Yeah, anyways, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So anyway, that's Mo I went there along, for that. Son. Moving right along, <laughs> I found this double bound telebody. It was black. Oh wow! And I was like, I gotta build a Telecaster with that, and so I did, and. Uh, Ultimately, I, pl I played that guitar in the fence, but first I had a, uh, I had, I had, well, I won't, I won't explain all the different variations I had in that, but it was really cool. Right now it has um, an original Gibson um, PAF in. Okay. Like, you know, it's, nice. It's, yeah, 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 yeah. So um, sounds amazing in the neck position. And then, um, and so, then yeah, maple fingerboard, or? maple, maple fingerboard. Yeah. Yeah. It has the, right now it has, <laughs> I ended up, uh, taking the neck from a 1985 reissue 
Telecaster made in Japan. Oh. It's a maple fingerboard from one, uh, uh, maple neck from, from one of cool. those guitars. So anyway, that thing speaks to me. Yeah. And it's got, it's got great tone and, you know. You have to bring so that out to yeah, one of the yeah, shows yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. It needs to get played. Yeah. I could play that. You should. I could play that. You should. Yeah. You will. All right, cool. How about uh, where do you sit as far as amps go? Amps, okay. So 50-watt uh, Univox, 50-watt Sun bass head. Um, I have a couple Marshalls from yeah. the 70s. But um, you're favoring like at the, at the shows. Oh, it's kind of like the 50-watt. I'm kind of into the 50-watt tube thing right now. Yeah. Um, I have, you know, I started out on Fenders, had a Pro Reverb. Um, so you, I, I have some fabulous, I have a, one of the, probably the best sounding amp I have. I have two of them now. Um, they're the uh, Bandmaster Reverb from the 70s. Um, one has the uh, silver uh, drip leg mm -hmm. uh, around the grill cloth. Um, and the, the best setup is with a, 215 cabinet and man you want to hear some surf like when uh i, I play in a surf band uh, called the bastard sons of neptune mm -hmm. and in that band i play bass but one of the guitar players matt mikowski comes over and plays through that amp and yeah i mean it's just it's the voice of sure god and thunder you know yeah um yeah super cool reverb and nice vibrato and yeah awesome it's just got it it's got it. So of the things that you've gotten rid of, <laughs> is there one, if you could just go magic reset button, what would that be? Ooh, ooh. Yeah, and, I, and, I, and I've searched to, uh, you know, find some of these things again, and it's hard. Um, one of them would be a 74 black Fender Bronco. Oh, really? Yeah. Just a single pickup guitar, but it had a very unique tremolo on it. Yep. And uh, I don't know what it was about it. It was just, it had a cool sound. Yeah. It was just, you know, and I've, I've, I've tried to assemble one from parts, and, you know, you can't find them whole anymore. Yeah. And um, um, that would be one. Okay. Uh, another one, probably the biggest one, though, was a... <laughs> oh, it kills me to say this. <laughs> kills me to say this. It would have been about a 1968 um, Fender Jazzmaster. Oh, boy. It was the custom one with black tortoiseshell pickguard and uh binding on the neck um <laughs> oversized headstock block inlays block inlays <laughs> it was so cool <laughs> but why did you get rid but, of that okay so uh, here's the story uh, well it was mostly to fund building the black telecaster i was telling you about <laughs> <laughs> and but the reason i i sold it was the nut was broken on it. I couldn't find anybody in town that knew how to fix it. Mm. I don't know why nobody seemed to do that kind of thing back then. Um, um, it had tuners that were kind of ganky. It had, um, you know, it was a little, hit, little bit hissy, 
noisy, you know, mm -hmm. the pots were probably dirty. Um, you know, I was a jazz master, so the bridge was, you know, kind of, you know, all the pole pieces and stuff were rusty and, and jiggling around. And so it was, it was a slightly unreliable, but man, that thing sounded cool. So I don't know. That's a cool one. Yeah, I got rid of it because I didn't know how to fix it. And then ever since then, I've been on a quest to understand how to fix things on my own. And, and now that I'm, I figured all that out, I have somebody else do it because I don't like <laughs> turning <laughs> a screwdriver that often. <laughs> I'm, like, yeah. I'm like, I have to save these risks for better things. Sure. Well, yeah. anyways. So, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and painting. Uh -huh. yeah. Painting, so, yes. Yeah. Well, that's a whole other thing we'll yeah, do, yeah, we'll, yeah. that'll evolve, we'll get into. Uh, the last question that I've got for you is um, if you could have just uh, any piece of gear right now that you, that you don't currently have, excluding, what would it be? You put me on the spot here. Yes. Um, First thing that came to your you mind. Know, you know, you uh, know. Brought worse of stuff in Tony's face. Boy. <laughs> I, uh, well, you know, you mentioned a white falcon before. If I could have a nice lightweight white falcon, that would be cool. I have yet to find a lightweight one. Uh-huh. I know they're out there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like a really, like a nice old. Well, and for for and the, that would be way cool. For the listeners' edification, uh, you had a pretty hit, serious talking. back surgery recently. I had a pretty serious back surgery. Uh, yeah, about a year and a half ago. Yeah, and uh, I'm just now, you know, getting back to you know having my dance. You feet, looked like you know crap for a long time. <laughs> I mean, I'm just been, thank you. I'm, yeah, I know. <laughs> and, it was uh, hard. It was sad. It was like, it was, it was hard to, to see you like that. It was sad. I was like, you know, I couldn't, I was dragging my left leg. I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't make it move on its own. Yeah. You know? You had to wear this crazy belt thing up on stage <laughs> with a, is nuts. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's oh, right. You, and you were like sweaty that's and bloated from like pain pills and stuff. And it was like, oh, <laughs> Elvis, Elvis. 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 Circa seventy four. Well, I, I, I do still have a drug bag that I carry around yeah. with me. But you know. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, thank you. Thank you look like yeah. tales from the crypt guy up there, man. <laughs> Well, you know, you, you know, and when you're in that situation, you don't even realize how, what poor shape you're in until you get better. And then, yeah. and then all of a sudden you're just like, oh my God, I forgot what it felt like to feel, you know, good, good or yeah. normal or whatever it is. And it's just, I, I, can I mean, tell it's almost you. like euphoric. I mean, I, I mean, j like just this week, I, I was able to straighten my leg out all the way on its own yeah. by myself. That's amazing. You know, so anyway, I had I had bad stenosis yeah. um, of the the nerve that was going down my left leg, and I, I couldn't move my leg. So well, for what it it's worth, bad. I know that everybody out there that was you know has been watching you and knows you is like was just like aching aching for you, man. Like honestly, because like we knew <laughs> you you were just in really really bad shape. But uh, anyways, enough about that. Uh, so White Falcon check mark. Billy has been good. Learning a little bit about you. More and more to come for sure down the road. Uh, hope everybody has a general understanding so when they hear him, they're like, who is this dude? Well, that's <laughs> what he's you know, kind of all up and about and into and all that stuff. So 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you, my friend. Yeah, anyway, I discovered... Hey, I did want to say, though. Yeah? First, I discovered the Blues Brothers. Yeah. Then I discovered the Clash. And it's kind of the melding of those two uh, inspirations that led have led to, you know, my foray into punk. Yeah. And, you know, but keeping my interest in lots of other types of yeah. music. So I, it's I, a solid I, foundation. I'm playing a lot of different, different stuff. Yeah. You know? I have one sentimental story I'd like to share with you. Sure. On Cyrus. Uh, <laughs> my mother still lives in Cyrus, uh-huh. just north of town. And I found out for the first time just a couple of weeks ago mm-hmm. that uh, long ago, leg. long well, okay, oh. so, my, so my, you know, I had one grandmother who was a church organist. I had another grandmother who was a good singer. And, uh, you know, my, my mom played piano, my dad sang, all that kind of stuff. Anyway, uh, so my, but my mom's mom back in the, in the um, 20s, the roaring 20s, um, she was a good enough singer that she ended up, her and her best friend from high school would go to different towns and sing on the live radio shows. No kidding. Hmm. Yeah. That's really neat. That's thought, pretty wow. awesome. I did not know They didn't that. have TVs before that either. So that's what everybody did was listen to the radio. Did they sing yeah. that old, oh, exactly. that old timey exactly. music? Yeah. You know, like. Marisy dotes and dozy dotes, little lambs at Ivy, kiddly divey too. Now well, that was forties. Uh, yeah, twenties. What they yeah. sing in the twenties? I don't know. Even way, way before that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Justin. Way before that. Way before You're that. Me crazy. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, all right, all right. We're gonna take a little trip down to Jared's house in the El Camino. Ooh. That's right, man. And I am looking forward to seeing everyone, so I can sing you a little song. <laughs> That goes like this. Would you rather... Ladies and gentlemen, this week for our Would You Rather, we're going to have the choice between venues where we're going to play. And of course, as always, gear is involved. Oh, but okay. Since, nice. since since yeah yeah, but also food. So <laughs> you're hey, walking gear, down the street. Gear is spe- specific to specific rooms. I mean, yeah. it food makes all right. the difference. Yeah. It's, you know, and, you gotta and know food. where you're playing. And the food. Bring, and the food. Yeah. So check this out. You're walking down the street, and the genie comes. Wait, that's not how. Out it of the, yeah, how what are you doing? You're doing what? They're walking down the street. There you go. The genie comes out of the spittoon, and he's like, "Hey, man, you gotta do uh, you gotta do one or two gigs here. You got you got a choice. You can do the Broad Festival in Bucyrus, Ohio, other known as Bucky Russ, up Route Four or Ninety Eight, whatever. And the thing is, you have unlimited brats and beer, but you have to do the whole Hard Rock gig with an ovation celebrity. Oh." Gosh. Okay. A celebrity. And, and it's got to okay. be at least medium-sized strings. So fingers are going to be bleeding after that one. Okay. Or, hmm. or you get to do the Sweet Corn Festival in Millersport, Ohio, which is something I really miss going to. And you get your choice of... A nice 50s Les Paul and a Marshall and all the good stuff, a Klon, a 
but whatever you want to where's any the pedal you want to play through but you get no water and you you only get a sip of apple cider and no beer no brats no food and no, you don't even no get corn? any of the sweet corn no sweet no corn no sweet corn and you're paid in copper pennies <laughs> That's it. Okay. okay. Well, that wow. is a, certainly a unique would you rather uh, huh. that I could only imagine is dreamed up by Jared. Um, <laughs> so let's see here, Tony. So and just for just for the sake, uh, what, tell everybody what the Ovation celebrity is, Tony or Jared. Go ahead. Yes. No, uh, Tony. No, no, no Jared. Like Jared, you, you go ahead. So, so Jared, no, Tony, you do. No, you do it, Jared. <laughs> So, so I have one here. It's a uh, the the ovation was made in the seventies, and you can get a deep bowl or a shallow bowl. And the celebrity was kind of an upper level, and uh, it's it's got uh, what's see now I now I need Tony to explain whatever the material you <laughs> right, Tony so it's, it's, up, it's actually not talking about an acoustic. It's an acoustic yeah. electric. Oh, not, oh okay. Not so, the like, solid in, it, it was originally nonsense. Oh no, it it was originally developed. Uh, Glenn Campbell was one of the first adopters yes. of it. Yes. Um, the 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 back of the guitar, the body, is actually made from the same material that is used on helicopter blades because yeah, Cayman came on Cayman Industries that made helicopters. Be, uh, they offshot offshot into the ovation guitars, okay. so it's a very strong material, very lightweight, yeah. but it's bowl shaped. And you know, originally they the th- yeah. the thought was Bullshit. that yeah. the yeah. the sound waves whatever mm-hmm. would bounce off the back and reflect out through the sound hole, providing better. I don't believe that to be the case, but what they did do really well is they made uh, the really the first mass-produced uh, acoustic electric. So they had a pickup system in, built into them, which is why a lot of professional touring musicians like Glenn Campbell and others use them because they were a great live guitar. Yeah, I that's a great nice grill. It, those, you can grill on those things, right? They're, they're brown. You can bottom. grill bratwurst on yeah. them. Yeah, and that's I, what I was yeah, thinking. Yeah. Those are the most useless guitars to, st- to to play standing up or sitting down. Uh, That's what I can't they, understand. They just flip, yeah. They flip. It's like, what, what was the... How how did anybody actually go out and buy these? I, I honestly don't understand. A lot of understand. people did. I know, but I don't understand because if you put it, it just goes whoop. One it goes right out from under you, no matter yeah. what you do. That's true. Unless you're mm. good and sweaty. Or you have a stand, like, like Poison or... Bon Jovi or something like that. Yeah. What's more than that, it sounds like plastic, too. Yes, it does. <laughs> but I don't yep. get it. I've never understood that. I, uh, I, and they've got free so many models of it. Right Anyways, okay, so that's what it is, ladies uh, and gentlemen. All right, we just knocked okay. that guitar. Okay, yeah, but I know. Uh, we, we know what Jared's going to do. So, Tony, like go ahead. Well, you know, Todd, what they say about corn? No. It goes in corn, it comes out corn. That's So no real loss there. Okay. The same cannot be said for bratwurst. Right. I love a good bratwurst. And just, I would suffer through playing through an ovation celebrity 
watching it flip after every time I touch the strings just to be able to have as much of delicious grilled bratwurst as possible. Okay. That's what I'm going All right, with. Bill? It's not fair at all. Not fair at all. I know. <laughs> because. I did this for you, by the way. This is oh, compliments. man. Man. I yeah, mean, you're yeah, going to be so a For those of you heretic. who don't know Millersport, that's near Buckeye Lake. And, uh, that's right? a good festival, too. You know, uh, and I love corn. I love corn, Tony. Mm, I love I corn. My brothers and I used to have corn-eating contests <laughs> about this time of year. I would yes. want to be around uh, you the next day. Yeah, yeah. well, <laughs> hey, man. Yellow poo. <laughs> I think the record was my brother Larry ate 21 ears. Oh, my wow. God. Yeah. Oh, I can beat that. Yeah. <laughs> well, hey, yes. Yeah, good. Good, you're good. Um. What's it going to be, boy? Celebrity? Yes or no? Oh, jeez. Unless Paul. I'm, you know what? I drink a gallon of water a day. The Millersport gig would kill me. If I got paid in pennies, I'd have to have somebody else carry them home because my back is still not quite that strong. Mm-hmm. But With less 50s Paul. less, Paul. Yeah, I'm all on it. Millersport, yep. there it is. There you go. All right, Jared? Yeah, I... I don't know. I made one that is hard for me to decide because I I love my Les Pauls. I love my uh, little tiny sip of apple cider to get me through the gig. But I'm going to have to just suffer through with the ovation because uh, Bucyrus is a beautiful town uh, minus the billion stoplights you have to go through. However... Uh, yeah, I've played my dad's ovation my whole life. I'm used to it. I can do it. Um, definitely the, uh, the, uh, B. Cyrus Bratwurst Festival. Okay. Um, Todd. You're up, Todd. Well. Let I'm me sleep on it. I'm definitely going to Millersport. <laughs> um, there's no way I'm playing that ovation. There's absolutely no way I'm not doing it. And I don't eat meat, so. Screw beer. That's easy for me. Uh, I did own two of those things at one time. Wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. They, I mean, you know. I still play my dad's every day. I got it right next to his desk. Nice. That was his nice. desk. So it's yeah. kind of a sentimental thing, but I'll pick yeah, it up yeah. and play it. That's oh, well, my that's other cool. guitars sound, do sound way better, for sure. Thank you for that. Would you rather... Monsieur Jared. All right. Tony Balonsky has got uh, some some people to thank here. That's right. You know, Todd, that is correct. I would like, and we all like to thank a very special group of people. These are our executive producers. Now, you might be wondering, what is an executive producer? Well, as an executive producer, you are a patron, a sponsor of this very podcast. And without your help... This the podcast just would not exist. No. How do you become an executive producer? Very simple. Head over to patreon.com forward slash the guitar knobs. Check out a couple different levels in which you can participate. Become a sponsor, a patron of the podcast. Each level comes with some great thank you gifts. And I'm told as an executive producer, there's one thing more. Jared, what is that? Get to have your name read on the thing. Your name read on the thing, and that's right. what I'm going to do right now. So special thanks to these executive producers. 
Moon Guitars, Vader and Pedals, Drew Lopez, John Halverson, Rick Calhoun, Trevor Gunberg, Elad Mizrahi, Mike D, Richard Kendall, Mark Garten, Matt Hart, James White, Justin Jones, Anthony Gemalaro, Bill Gola Guitars, John Esterly, Anthony Lathrop, Stefan Lamb, Michael Senchuk, Ken Sayers, Dr- Drug? No, Doug Christ. Doug Christ. I've, I'm mixing the names up here. Darren Gregory, John Anglin, Tom Brazen, Rusty Steeden, Ralph Gottschalk from Wonderful Audio Technology. What? Don Kloss, Gregory Randall, Brett Hogarth, Eric Hammer, Stuart George, and new this week, Michael Furman. Hey. Welcome aboard. Welcome, Michael Furman. Hey, but wait. You know, Todd, you told me that there's another level. Is there? Is there another level of executive yes. producer? Yes. <laughs> what is it? It's a grand poobah. The Grand Poobas. Yes. That's right. These very special executive producers have a, uh, a very special suite sitting at the top of a, 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 a tower out in the country mm-hmm. where they can observe the mere mortals below them whilst drinking a nice orange liquid and wearing their fez and listening, of course, to the Guitar Knobs podcast. So special, special thanks to these grand poobas, Tommy Manescu, Ricardo Igreda, David Kaminga, Brandon Wound Pickups, Hex right. Matos, Michio Murakishi, Bob Crouch, Jack Cadian, Sam Jett, Tyler Rines, LSJ Music Company, John Williams, James Pennington, Adam Johnson, Steve Keys. Cody Foster, Science of Sound, uh, Brian Robison, Jonathan Jerusik, Corey Nigro, Michael Van Zant, Tim Nowak, Jonathan Daly, Martin Cliff, Sean S. S. Eddie Serratos, and David Poe. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Indeed. Could not do this without you. We truly appreciate it, and uh, we're we're just so grateful for you. Um, and we we got cool more cool stuff coming to your guys' way. We just gave away two pedals, uh, working on some other stuff and more stuff. I'm just gonna keep saying stuff. All There's right. going to be something very special coming from Guardian very oh, soon. Oh, excellent. I'm teasing. You don't even know what it is. I don't. No, I don't. Oh, you're gonna be so happy. Okay, good. <laughs> Uh, hey, everybody, uh, we need to find out. To- uh, Tony, where can people yeah, find just, your stuff? Just go over to PickGuardian.com. Check out some of the things that I have available for sale. But I do a lot more custom work. So shoot me an email. Let me know what you need, what you're trying to do. I will make something very special just for you. Awesome. Uh, Billy, how about yourself? You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, Billy Spitfire, and Billy Spitfire Unlimited. Uh, I play with local punk band Mathematics, local surf band The Bastard Sons the of Neptune. The Mathematics on Spotify. The Mathematics on Spotify. It's capital M, E-T-H, capital M, 
A-T-I-C-S. Yeah, there's like another mathematics. There's there. another mathematics in Baltimore. Yeah. Maryland. Yeah. And, um, you want we should go break their legs? <laughs> Jeez. It's kind of heavy. Hey, Jared, where can people find you? Jared.Allen.Brandon on Instagram. Right. Send on. me a message and we'll talk about stuff. Perfecto. You can shoot me an email, Todd at theguitarnobs.com. Uh, you can also DM me on Instagram at guitarnobs. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to get your would you rathers. And um, if you have any questions, comments, etc., or just want to say, hey, guys, like the show, we'd love to hear from you. Have yeah. a fantastic guitar week out there, everybody, and subscribe! Yeah! Boom. Uh, oh. this interview, I'm going to loosen my belt buckle. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'd like an extra large carrot cake with extra icing on the top. Little bit of fun, never been in insurrection. I'm a professional paella maker. And away we go. And Fried up in a pan. And then add some. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, clap me in. Okay. I'll clap you in. Shut it, Tony. Natalogy. You're out of it's the a, band. It's good to know me, Knight. You're out of the band. It's good to know me, Knight. <laughs> you know, it's, it kind of reminds me a little bit of a victory. Remember the Victory series? Victory. That's Glenda. She. Ada baby. Ooh -wee. <laughs> Who's looking out the street of the city, smiling at everybody she meets? Oh, the sounds don't work. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Thank you. All right. For my next act. Come on. In All right. Tony, Tony, Tony. You bastard. No. Anyway, I might have a little gas. Bring back, bring, bring back, back my Bonnie to me. Bring back, back bring back, oh, bring back my Bonnie to me. Chicken and what else did I? Burgers, it tastes really good too. Burgers, it. I have a haunted basement, and you said, "Dude, what's, what guitar speaks to me?" I'm like, "How do you know these things?" You know what they say. Just a spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go down. The medicine go down. The medicine go down. Just a spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go down in the most delightful way. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Indeed. It's fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think I, uh, they're better if you if you uh, deep fry. Listen, them. I had this batter fry. No, you got, here's wait, what you do. Wait, let here's think about what it. you do. You got to put them on the wife. hot grill. You put them on the hot grill. You yeah. don't poke holes in them or anything. You don't soak them. You let them burst open while they're on the hot grill. Yeah, yeah. And then you and then well, what about you, the juice? Then, 
No, the juice is hotter than hell, and it burns your lips and tongue. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But you you need to keep the juice in the broth and the brat, though, right? You need to keep the juice in the brat. Eh, well, but you'd be surprised how much juice is in there. I mean, you don't you don't you don't you don't need I mean, all that, of it. Yeah, I mean, you take it off when it bursts. That's how you know it's done. When, yeah, when it bursts, yeah. that's 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 when you put it on on a. You put on a rye bun. Yeah. You have to have a rye bun. You have to, you know, sauerkraut is preferred. Mm-hmm. Brown Various mustard. mustards, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I like multiple. I am a multiple mustard fan. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I like, I like. You, know, even, you can even throw a little pickle relish on there, you know. The best the bratwurst I ever had pickles. was in Bonn, Germany. They were having this giant street festival. And when in Germany, you get, it's like, probably twice the size of a of an american brat but it comes on this little pretzel roll and the pretzel roll is just there to hold for your hands not to get burnt but it also absorbs the juice that comes out of it yeah and it is i mean i was like in heaven i'm walking around downtown bond holding (laughs) this sausage and it was oh my god it was so good Mm. see my favorite uh (laughs) No, 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 my mouth is actually watering a little bit right now. My, uh, we had a place called uh, uh, German Village. Uh, oh yeah, different than this German Village. Okay. Oh no. And um, yeah, and uh, I'm pretty sure it's called. Yeah, it was German Village, and that's where they would do like the Oktoberfest, and they would have you know year round. They'd have like shops open and everybody in restaurants and stuff. But there was one place that had uh, currywurst. Mmm. Oh my god! Mm. I'd never had anything like that, and, and I re- tried to recreate it many times. And I could, and I didn't know how. And if you ever have the chance to have a curry, a curry burst, that is like gold. It's gold in your mouth. Mm-hmm. It's incredible. Mm. Nice on, on so, this week's worst explode inside. Uh, yeah, I don't think I so. See that, Jared? Okay, I yeah. think you're wrong, Jared. When we all you can, four get yeah, together, I mean, you, you we're can, gonna have brats. Yeah, we'll, we'll each we'll each prepare them. Yeah, our own way. We'll, we'll have we'll have. I'll and bring we'll the little tiny test. pretzel rolls. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and the gummies. All right. Yeah, yeah. Let's do this. Okay, climb me back. Here we go. Some really cool looking ones. Can we get this thing started? I don't have all night, you know. Yes, I know. <laughs> well, that's it for these knobs. Please visit our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash the guitar knobs. Visit our website at theguitarknobs.com for all of our past episodes, four on the floor blog, and other good stuff. You can connect with us on social too at our Facebook page and share your gear and stories on our Facebook group. Also, be sure to check out our Instagram, at Guitar Knobs. Catch you next time.